0: member if we joined in on the welcome to them. And I was like,
1: oh, blah, blah, blah. oh no. Um, that's Jay. That's Lauren. And that's Steph. Hi. <laughs> hey. hey. Um, we hope you enjoyed last week's. Oh, it last week or week before last episode. We hope you enjoyed the last episode because I loved that episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it was.
2: I think it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. I think I can't wait to do part two. to Be honest. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: mm. um, I cancelled going away for my birthday because I want to go to the presentation next week, next Saturday. So I've agreed. to She's going as well. Oh, do you really? want to go? No, I'm not fucking
1: going. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 I'm, I'm down go in I'm down for going to learn a bit more. Mm. And Have
0: you watched um, the one that I sent on the thingy, the Paranormal Scholar video?
1: No, not yet. I do need to watch it. Yeah, I do you... want to, like.
2: Did you watch the Craig uh, Charles
1: one? Oh. Edit. Oh, yeah. What did you think of yeah, that? Yeah, it was,
2: it was pretty good. It, no famous. It was basic, I'm not saying, but not even funny. This story goes so fucking deep. Yeah. That... And I thought when I watched it, it's basic, but it's. it's dramatised. It's TV, mm, yeah. Isn't it? It's, it's TV. typical TV. Yeah. Once you get past that bit, though, and I do like the fact that they do have Kaz and Gary having interviews on there. So yeah. you kind of, I, because we talked through that whole episode. I've never seen these people, so at least I had like a name a face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of know, and not being funny. They totally believed it. I totally believe it. Like mm-hmm. I just done um, Oh, it's exciting! Why would she lie? Yeah. Mm. Why would she lie?
1: She's not gaining anything. No, no. nothing. So. So, twenty-sixth of February at took one of the pubs. Lewis Arms, I believe it's called. Oh, so Meet I'm this. so excited. <laughs> goodness, shit, my shit. What time,
2: what time is it? We'll go in the middle of the Seven, night. Seven. All oh, right, okay. I thought... Seven.
1: I think
0: the plan is, as far as I know, you go um, to the pub, they do a bit of a and a with you, a bit mm. of a... They called it a presentation, but I don't think it's anything formal like that. Mm. It's just Kaz has said there is no evidence that is... Oh, Ir- what, what Irrefutable. Would... Irrefutable. <laughs> that was the word she used. Oh, well. And I was like, mm. oh, so she's okay. going to present this. Yeah. On the 26th, so I'm so excited. Um, and then after, I think the plan is to go to the area, maybe do a Skywatch, but it depends on the weather, obviously, because yeah. mm. <laughs> we just had Eunice yesterday, so yeah. who knows?
1: The joys. Well, who I knows? just ordered a new coat, so if the weather is a bit like. Oh, should I order a new coat? North Face got a 50 pence A long. I've just ordered a coat off there.
0: Oh, but I'm, I'm like in the long, long padded ones. And they've the got moment, them cause... on, they've
1: said. Oh, they <clears> To to. <laughs> so we're not sponsored by the North Face by the way I was no. just going to look on Boohoo because I got them the next day and they was in, But mm.
2: yeah. have a look though
0: the long long padded ones would be really good for the school run as well <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> bought
1: Actually. one from
2: Tesco mine not
1: long ago yeah I just think with the, I won't say it again but that brand, I've had jumpers and stuff from that place and they've lasted me like 10 years and they're still going and there's no like fade on them, nothing so I'm just thinking it's, mm. co- it's quality, though, yeah. and it is. It's... Especially with <laughs> I
0: bet this isn't the way you thought Spooky Tales No, <laughs> there we go. I'm just saying. Just saying it's yeah. it's I quality. <laughs> I think, has
1: anything spooky happened this week? I don't think I'm so. I'm just having a little recall. Frank is becoming a bit more active in... Not active in the house, but I'm seeing Frank a lot more. Um, right. I think I want to find out if this is around about the time the Frank passed away and why I'm seeing more. See,
0: funny you should mention that, right? Because when I was in the bungalow, uh, the house that I lived in, before I live in the house we're recording in now, yeah. um, I used to find that this time of year would be quite more active. Mm. And I don't know, um, I used to think maybe they, because there was an older man who passed away yeah. on the premises... I used to think maybe it was the time of year that he passed away,
2: maybe. but it was
0: like this time of year when it. Because I think the first thing that ever happened was when it started snowing, yeah. but it, like it, the snow didn't really come to anything. Yeah. That's the Typical, but no, no. But um, yeah. And I always used to question if it was
1: maybe it is because of
0: the time of year that they passed away. I did
1: see a weird thing the other night, and I don't know whether I was tired or not, so I didn't think too much of it. Thinking back to it, so. I was just on one of the chats with one of my guys on my team. I see my mirror. Where I sit in my living room, my mirror is, I can see my mirror. I can see my lampshade in the mirror. Yeah. But also when I'm looking at the mirror, I can still see my lampshade, also see my lampshade in the mirror at the same time. Right? Make sense? When I'm yeah. Two, I'm looking so at you can see of, them both. You see them both at the, the same time. The reflection and the object. Yeah. And I should know. <laughs> the lampshade in the mirror moved, but the lampshade in the room didn't. Oh, fair. You got bloody married in your house, am so. mm. my Frank. I was all done here. So the cleansing candle has been downstairs, and I haven't had no issue since. I like, my, I've lit my cleansing yeah. candle. I have my birthday quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I am literally like, that candle came downstairs. I was like, motherfucker, out. No. <laughs> I was like, whatever it is, get out. <laughs> So yeah, and then obviously seeing Frank a little bit more, just a bit like. But I have a good theory about this, and this is something that I speak about before. I don't think Frank haunts my house. His energy is in my house.
2: Actually, this comes up a lot in my stories that I've offered tonight. I've yeah. got... this. So it would make sense when... when I, I, think.
1: I don't believe spirits get stuck unless they choose to be. So like, when we I go into Skiridin, mm-hmm. the judge in the Skiridin is 100% a spirit that was there because mm. I could see his form mm. and I see them in different ways. So if I see somebody, I see them with like a blue... Almost like blue electric lights. I can see like the outline. Aura. Yeah, but I can see. I can. I can describe what they kind of look like because the blue lights highlight the features and the stature. Mm. Somebody is an energy that is just a repeat of a house. The stored energy. It's a shadow. And it's the repeat. So all Frank does yeah, so it's
0: like they're just on replay.
1: Yeah, but they're not their spirit isn't stuck here. Their spirit like, has moved on, the energy that they of where they used to live is still there. Hmm. So I see with Frank, it comes in through the hallway, it comes by the kitchen, and then it just goes into the kitchen and it's gone. And it doesn't happen every night either. It happens every like random things. But at the moment I've been seeing it a little bit more. Hmm. So I don't know whether this is due the time of passing. I don't know what, but Something I need to find out. But yeah, but um, this time of year. yeah, but that's how I distinguish the two. So I don't think my house is haunted. I think there's just an energy that's stuck in there, mm. which is why you can't cleanse that energy. almost. Because
0: he may never have even lived there, if that was the case. You Ooh. could just be a visit, a regular visitor who yeah. used to go through, go to the kitchen, and yeah, mm. which
1: could be could be normal. Mm. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen a physical form form of someone in the house mm. except for when Scott was sleeping mm. and someone was at his bed someone's next to him at bed mm. and that was it so mm. I know so what was your theory
2: well it it kind of like transfers into my story okay I like thing because it's um like Steph I don't really believe that spirits actually hang around I don't really believe in that I don't think that I think sometimes a hundred percent that judge at the skin. Yeah, again, sometimes he they can get trapped. They. I totally understand that. He was they. And I think that, um, like um, weird things to compare it to, but you know, like Supernatural, where there is like an object or they remain attached to. or something that they will yeah. not let go of. Yeah, yeah. Then I think a person can get trapped, and that, but that's very rare. I think mm. that's really rare. Mm-hmm. I think what happens when. That's more common. Is that when feelings get caught in places rather than like we're we catching people. feelings right now? <laughs> <laughs> they get caught in the corners. Okay, <laughs> but I think if something really traumatic or something really upsetting, something really, yeah. mm. I think that can be imprinted on a place, on a house, on. <sighs> An object. Yeah, so that's interesting as well, because if you've
0: seen the Most Haunted video, um, there was a few years, it's a few years old, mm-hmm. um, and it's like the first time they've actually ever captured something definite on camera. Mm, yeah. but they don't believe it was like someone spirit-wise. They think it was something that had happened that had become like, there is a word for it, I have no idea what it is, but it's like things, like, memories can sort of be imprinted into walls and yeah. concrete and yeah, things like, like, like that. Replay, like, it's, yeah.
1: it's literally what I think, so they did prove something about sounds yeah. in houses, so they said that really old buildings was able to absorb sound, mm. and yeah. what happens over time, as the building gets older and starts to decay, sound can release, which is why some people think they hear things yeah. in houses. Mm. It's it was proven that was. Unless obviously you're talking to something and some motherfucker says, Yo, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can hear you back kind mm. of thing. That's a bit different. But when people live in these very, very old houses and as they start getting older the houses, they start releasing sound.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. So if it's just sound, you're probably good, you know. If it yeah, if you say hello if and something around says, the corner and saying, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. Get yeah, out the other
2: is Mm-hmm. Telling you something, yeah. Oh, then that is, is something else. It's
0: intelligent, yeah. then, isn't it? Yeah,
2: so... I don't think the ghosts are conscious that they are ghosts. I don't think they are conscious, like they just... yeah. I've said yeah. that many like times. I think, yeah, yeah, that is... I think,
1: yeah, that yeah they don't yeah. understand that, that they are gone. Yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know. I, I have such conflicting things, and I look at so much that my opinion changes all the time. But I think, generally, mm. I think some things are way And I think some things are just evil.
1: Yeah. Mm. Plain and simple. Like I say, I keep going back to the Skiridin, right? Because that judge for me was the first time I've I've physically seen someone in a full form. That was the Mm. first time I'd seen that. And to see him actually walk around Mm. the actual group of people that were Mm. there and almost investigate. To me, I think that was a conscious person. Mm. Whereas, but I think that's over time they've built that kind of... Yeah, like um, ability. What do you call it? What's the one with Patrick <laughs> Ghost. Yeah, and you have to like
2: train with the can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> I think that was kind oh, of but a...
1: this links into my spooky um, tag as well. <laughs> <So> <laughs> right. It's all linking up. I but yeah, I, I, that's how I see it. But I've always distinguished it in two ways. I've always seen shadows. I've always been able to see energy, which yeah. is sometimes why I think you get freaked out when I'm seeing shadows. But again, I think I just see energy. So that's one of those things. But seeing that, in fact, we both saw it at the same time, mm-hmm. I was like... I know what you're talking about with the
2: blue. Did you see it as could... blue? I don't see things the way that you see things, I don't think. Yeah. But it could have, whatever you say, it could have been just, like, my eyes, because mm-hmm. it was dark in there, it was playing tricks or whatnot. But I genuinely, I feel things rather more than see them. Yeah. But, like, I kind of know what you mean by the blue light. It was like it's, I, like... it's not that I physically saw a blue light. Did you feel a blue but light? Like, you uh, did I you know. feel the colour? I felt... I tasted the colour. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you taste the rainbow? the <laughs> <laughs> No, but like... It's kind of hard to explain, but I do... I, I understand what you mean. Mm. Like, I, I don't know how, but I just do... It's like intuition. Yeah, like I like think... Someone says, what
1: is this card? Yeah. And then you're like, you're like oh, yeah, yeah. it is. Like, how mm. did you know it was purple? It's that type of thing. It's the, your natural ability. Mm. This all
0: goes back to aliens again, though, because they say that we're capable of a lot more mm. than we're actually doing now. I 100% believe that. Yeah. I 100% I believe like, that. Looking at things yeah. like, oh, astral projection, that's got to be a topic at some point. Yes, yes. yes. Why have we not put that down? Oh because God. that is Someone a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. put it in the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> going back. We're not going back. I don't really know how we went off on this tangent, but... <laughs> TikTok.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. TikTok. Okay, so... Well, yeah, this is, comes back to a thing being actually conscious. Yes, this it comes, back comes back to a thing a being yes, conscious. Yes. If it's real, I mean, I'm not
0: saying, but mm. this is... <sighs> um. So, I haven't written mm. anything about this, because I did run out of time. I'm sorry, guys. But it is a good one. <laughs> yeah, right. I've got to remember which any. one mm. it is. So, the TikTok user that I'm Promoting, I don't know the words. Yeah. yeah, yeah, promoting, promoting. Today is at Cody Aaron seven two five, and that's Aaron with two A's. The um, Aaron in America, in, in America, <laughs> not Aaron. Aaron, 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 Cody Aaron seven two five. Um, so uh, this, to be honest, I haven't even gone through all the rest of his videos. I was so scarred by this part that I. It is pretty. Are scary. they all
1: in the same building? Oh, yes, these right. are. It, it's an yeah.
0: office building. I don't really know much background about it either, except so he was featured <laughs> featured on Nukes as usual. That's mm-hmm. where I find most of my spooky content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Um, yeah. So he's featured on Nukes, and Nuke um sort of had done research into him and said he doesn't believe. As far as I remember, he doesn't believe in heaven and hell and demons and. In a conventional way, I okay. don't know, I can't remember the rest, mm-hmm. but yeah, let's just go into it. So he's um investigating a friend's office space, the door regularly closes there. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I will not. Do so you two have seen it? i will just shown it to you, yes. <laughs> um, so I can't really play any audio from the first part because it's just him showing, yeah, the you don't office. really
1: hear anything, it's but more it's definitely habitual. worth watching part one. Yeah, yes. it's definitely
0: worth watching part one and watching over his shoulders. That's all I'll say mm-hmm. about that one because you do see something. Yeah. Um, but part one is quite long. I don't want to play it mm-hmm. because that's the only thing that happens. But yeah. part two,
1: <laughs> part two. Do I need to take my headphones off?
0: I don't know. <laughs> um. So, uh, this is the first time I saw this on mix, I will say my you know my soul left my body. I jumped so hard. <laughs> I jumped like a motherfucker. So, um, if you don't want to hear it, it gives me chills when I listen to it. I don't yeah. know if it gives you chills. It raises all the hairs <laughs> on my body. But I'll play part two into Mike.
1: I'm here by myself. All of these green lights means that there's no motion, right?
0: He's watching a security camera, by the way, with all the different cameras. I forgot <laughs> yeah. to say this. This is what happens when you're not yeah. <laughs> Um Yeah. So he's seeing something in the corner of the room.
2: That is insane. Yeah, it's like a white sheet. I have shape never seen
0: something. Moving. It's not picked up the motion sensor on the camera.
2: directly beside
1: me
0: in the next room. I forward it a bit. Did you see
1: that? There's no motion to take. Look, look, it's moving. Excuse me. Yeah. There's, there's no, no motion. motion to I know. Take- <laughs> His <laughs> accent doesn't make me It's off.
2: nuts. Look at that. So he's about
0: to... Leave the security camera, the the room with the security cameras and go into the room he's seeing this thing Mm -hmm. in. So be prepared to jump. (laughs) That was him, not a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me jump. I just, I I watched it about... At least five or six <laughs> times now, and every time I hear oh, that, I leave. It's it, is. it is. It makes me want to peel my skin off. And I'm like, but
1: it <laughs> sounds very feminine. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so um, oh, it makes you feel cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. I,
0: I've got like no. goosebumps. <laughs> um. So that video is. So the first part, obviously, I will post on Facebook, um, and it's Demon on Camera, Office part one of one, part one of two, and the, play- the part that I've just played is Demon on Camera, Office, part two of two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I recommend you watch both if you're brave. <laughs> oh. Oh. And yeah, now that's done. Um, should we say our topic for tonight? Yes. So who yeah, so we... this? Was it
1: you? Oh, I think no, I did. No, it was you. Yeah. I was it? I'm yeah. surprised. Yeah, it was I would have thought
0: it would be you if anyone.
1: Yeah. No, I, I can't remember what I was. Do you know what it was? I was thinking of Dorian Gray at the time. Oh, ah, okay. And about haunted paintings. Uh, haunted paintings. the topic for tonight is haunted paintings. Ooh. So, paintings, and haunted paintings specifically. Um. So, do we think inanimate objects can be haunted? That was a bit of a I question. I think so. I yes, think so. Mm-hmm. I think.
0: Generally, they're attached to something. If well, yeah. Still, yeah.
1: So, can a spirit attach itself to a particular thing and then cause unexplained events to occur around it? Maybe. So, there's a story from Laura, who is an accomplished painter, and Laura has sold uh, many of her works, to individuals and businesses around the US. One painting in particular is like any other painting Laura has ever done. Because the subject matter, to begin with, is very unusual in itself. And it's based on a paranormal photograph that Laura had seen. And then she decided to do a painting of this photograph. And a little bit of fun came afterwards. <laughs> um, so... <clears throat> In 1994, James Kidd, a commercial photographer, placed one of his photos on display in, an, in a gallery in Arizona. Um, and this is where she was showing some of her own oil paintings as well. Um, the photo was of an old stage stop at Tombstone. Uh, and he first took a photo of the stagecoach um, and old stagecoach. And then he didn't wind his camera so that he could then get a double exposure of the photo. With another wagon in the foreground. So I'll show you the photo to just explain what that means a little bit. But when he was developing the photo, it revealed something very unexpected. And then standing on a log to the left of the wagon is a figure that the photographer did not see when he took the photo. And upon closer inspection, the figure appears to be of a headless man. Yeah. yeah. So the figure's coat, pants and boots are quite plain and easy to see, but he has no head. And the photographer says that the photo has been examined by Kodak and other experts to prove that he did not doctor the photo in any way. So I'll show you. So this is the... (coughs) This is then Laura's painting. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, and that's the photo, um, which that's obviously her painting of the photo. Yeah. Okay. So, um... This is kind of Laura's story, so I'll be talking as if I'm Laura. It's like from her perspective. From her perspective, yeah. So she says, I couldn't get over the photo and asked him if I could do an oil painting of it. I do most of my paintings from photos that I've normally taken, and he said I could. So back home in Arizona, I began work on a 16 by 20 inch oil painting based on the photo. When I was halfway through completing the painting, I started to get a strange feeling. I began to ask myself, why on earth did I paint this picture? Maybe I should have never started it, but I needed to finish it, so I did. And then some very strange and unexplained things began to happen around my home, seemingly centred around the painting. I do not believe in ghosts, but I cannot for the life of me explain how or why these strange things have happened, and I cannot attribute every one of these events directly to the painting. They've all taken place since it's been in my house. And they are all totally unexplained. So the haunting begins. Office Havoc is the name of this section of it. I took the framed painting with some others for a display in a business location. And we hung the ghost painting on the wall of an office desk. Three days later, people from the office called to ask me to come and pick up the ghost painting. Every morning they claimed the painting was crooked and they would then straighten it. And the next morning it would be crooked again. Also, appointments inexplicably missed. Uh, oh, appointments were inexplicably messed up, and papers went missing, and they were afraid of it. And I took the painting back. So very small, and not a lot of activity, but just enough to kind of. Out a bit. mysterious leak in 1995. My husband and I moved to a brand new home in Tennessee. We wondered if the ghostly go-ins would would stop. But they didn't. Oddly, the roof on the garage of this new home had a leak in it when it rained. The roofers came out three times to repair it, and although they worked on it, they said they could not find the cause of the leak, and it didn't make sense. Nothing that they did stopped the darn leak. Finally, my husband asked me where the ghost painting was, and it was leaning against the wall between the living room and the garage. We moved the painting. And funny enough, that's where the leak was. And they moved it, and the garage then never leaked again. Ooh, weird. Spilled salt. One evening I was preparing dinner and we had an island bar and that's where we set the table. I picked up the salt and pepper shakers, which were two little cannon jars with handles, and set them on the bar. I went to the door and called my husband. that dinner was ready. And when I got back, salt was spilled all over the floor. The salt shaker was still standing upright. We have no animals. We have no children in the house. And it's all very completely unexplained. Ooh. I would myself. I would shit myself. I'm not going to lie. Um, this one's a bit of a weird one. Telekinetic starfish. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, my husband and I were sitting in the garage talking to the little neighbour girl who'd come over to visit. On the garage wall, there were three large dried starfish and they were hanging securely on with like, roofing nails. The garage door was open, but there was no wind, blowing, no movement at all. And suddenly, a larger starfish came sailing off the wall and landed on the concrete floor. It sailed across about six to seven feet. Mm. The broken gate, so all of these things kept happening and escalating slightly. A heavy gate that would be hard to remove came off its post for no apparent reason. All of the hardware were completely intact. Mm. <laughs> a chipped glass. This eventually scared me because it could have really injured me. We'd been doing some work in the yard. We went out to the garage to rest to rest where it was cool. My husband said that he would mix some drinks up for us. He returned with the drinks in thick old coloured glasses with ice cubes. We finished our drinks and he said that he was going to have another. So I said I would too. So we then mixed them up and brought them out i had taken one or two sips from my drink, I looked down to see that a large chunk of glass had broken off the top of the glass. It was perfectly fine, the first time I drank from it. Right away though I thought my husband had knocked it onto something, but he sworn he hadn't. We looked all over the garage for the piece of glass, but nothing found. Went into the house where my husband had fixed the drinks and got down on the floor, flashlights and looked. Nothing. I poured the rest of the drink through the strainer to see if the chunk of glass had fallen in, but there was nothing. The missing piece would have been too large to swallow without me noticing, but I still never i but I still had this sick thing in my stomach because we never found that missing piece of glass mm. She goes on to say that she's always been um she's always done photos of paintings and people asked to see the photos of the paintings. I most always say that they don't want to touch the photo of the ghost painting. and um, The girls at the booty shop want me to bring my pictures in and one of the women started bragging that she did not believe in ghosts and that it was very silly of them to avoid just touching it. Just let me see it, she said. So I took the photo, um, looked closely at it and just laughed. That night at her house, a clock that had been on the wall for 40 years had fallen down and broken into 100 pieces. Mm-hmm. so don't piss off the painting I think it's uh, don't piss off the, <coughs> the
0: painting I think it's don't piss off the ghost by being like <coughs> mm-hmm. oh. pretty
1: much our neighbour wanted to show his mother-in-law the photos of my painting and took them home with him so these now are photos of the actual painting itself yeah. that she's taken they left the pictures laying on the table and started playing a handed card game in which a dummy hand must be dealt When they picked up the dummy hand, every card of the dummy hand was all in one suit and apparently that scared them to death. He then told me he got up and went outside to water his sprinkler and to this day he still swears that he could see a white hazy figure of a person come around the corner. He came running back to the house with my pictures and he said he never wanted to touch them again. The last thing the ghost did was knock on my front door. My husband and I both heard at the same time but our German shepherds did not hear the knock and nobody was at the door. Currently, the painting is hanging in our house and a few people have asked to buy the painting, but I'm afraid to sell it. What would an unhappy ghost do in their lives if we sold the painting to them? I still don't believe in ghosts. If I had to do it over again, I would not have created this painting. Oh. It's
2: crazy, though. Mm-hmm. That the... So say it is like um, a ghost spirit is attached to the photograph the original mm-hmm. photograph yeah that it comes through painting that photograph
0: mm-hmm.
2: like how like that's how does that work
0: i can imagine it's it. a bit like oh i'm getting a bit of attention by yeah it. does that is that like and she don't believe I'm gonna. Forget. yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like
2: is it wrong. like that's like another portal for him, then maybe, and then a copy of the photo. Because if we go back to the, book that yeah, I know you've know you, done, yeah. Then this is that links into that story too. Yes. So yeah. that would make a lot of sense. That even making copies of images,
1: yeah, can, can, can carry allow it to move travel. Yeah, travel. Can't find the original photo of it, but what you can see is just in the stage. So there's obviously the stagecoach, and then. There is just the someone. To it. Yeah,
2: because even if it was a double exposure, like they were saying, why would the man be headless? If it was a double yeah. exposure, mm. you would see the whole image. Yeah, you know it's I mean? not
1: as if it's like hiding him. No. In any anyway. Yeah, so that painting is is called Stagecraft or the Hanging Man. If you want to have a little research onto it. Oh, I would definitely at that. Thing. I think. just don't
2: put a copy of it in the house No, <laughs> I know no. So
0: two of my stories have got like Those kind of things but Don't uh,
2: Don't happen yet
0: <laughs> Okay, so I've got Four paintings <laughs> to cover <cut laughs> Because I was meant to the Welsh And I didn't realise I was meant to the Welsh and <laughs> I fucked up <laughs> I fucked up again But okay First one I'm doing is The Crying Boy. The Ooh. cursed painting that terrified British people during the eighties. So I know you've heard of this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Have you heard of this one, Steph?
1: I haven't heard of it. I, I know of the painting, but I haven't I don't know the story behind okay. it fully. Really.
0: So painting of a crying boy once haunted our nation. This picture and similar ones of other children crying were ripped from walls in a mass panic. Oh, God. So the paintings were created by Italian artist Bruno Addio under the name of Giovanni Bagolin. The paintings were then mass-produced and sold throughout the UK. Mm-hmm. In 1985, The Sun published a story about Ron and May Hall. Their house had sadly burned down with a fire starting from a chip. The couple were left with almost nothing, all their possessions burnt in the fire, all except the print of the crying boy. It was simply untouched. Everything around it was charred. The couple blamed the painting for the fire, and not long after, Alan Wilkinson, fire station officer, came forward and claimed he'd seen numerous cases of house fires where the only thing to escape unscathed was these pictures of the crying boy or other Crying Children. Aww. I think the Crying Boy must have been the most popular one yeah. from what I it can uh, get from,
2: Yeah, from what I've seen about it's like a series of paintings. Yeah. Right, okay. But like, obviously... Yeah. Because like, yeah, in the Mass 80s produced, it was all yeah. like, snow skates. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. yeah. And obviously, the, the Crying Boy. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, so
0: he'd seen loads of these house fires, mm-hmm. and it was the only thing that would survive. And the caption of that article read, Tears for Fears, the portrait that firemen claim is cursed. With that, a legend was born.
1: Ooh.
0: Next day, the sun was inundated with calls from scared readers. One named Dora Mann said her house had also burnt down just six months after buying the painting, and it was the only thing not to perish in the fire. Another reader claimed... <laughs> I found this one quite funny. That's why I included this one. son <laughs> had caught his private part on a hook just after buying it. I don't know what that <laughs> has to do okay. with anything.
2: Huh? Okay.
0: But I think that I think, I can definitely say that was coincidence. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> and one also claimed a husband and three sons had all died since buying the piece in
1: 1959.
0: Wow. Um, another house sadly burned down with a crying boy painting by a different artist, Anna... Right, forgive this. Anna Zin-Kaizen? Zin-Kaizen? Zin-Kaizen. Yeah. Um, And that was when panic really started to grow. So the fire brigade even had a spokesperson saying, There is no cause for alarm, but these incidents are becoming more frequent. <laughs> 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 so they basically, these firemen just filled the fire, basically. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what they did. Mm. Um, The son, of course, was amazed by the story's success and even offered for readers to send them their cursed paintings and and they'd take them off their hands. So 2,500 of these paintings eventually stacked up in their offices and were eventually burned on a bonfire with age three girls helping out. (laughs) 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 However, rumours and mysteries surrounding the painting didn't simply die out there. There were rumours that the crying boy was a Spanish street urchin called Don Nilo, whose parents had died in a fire. People refused to take him in anymore, as wherever he stayed, fires would break out. And even the artist who painted him had his studio burned down not long after. Shut up. Years later, a car was found charred with an unidentified body inside, and the name on the driver's licence was Don Milo. Aww.
2: Aww. So... Yeah, like that is a that is a fucking demon if I've ever heard one. That is like I think
0: a lot of this mind is speculation. I don't um, know if it's is true. Like yeah, yeah. yeah like the sun of all fucking yeah oh, tabloids oh no. to cover this, but yeah, so that's the crying boy and the mass panic. I've got to be honest, I think it was just a No, but then panic. if you
2: think about it, why in the eighties, right? Why. Would you want a picture of a crying child in your house? I don't know. Why? That is
0: really bizarre. Like, to why? Me, I will say.
1: I don't get that. I don't like when my own it? child
2: cries. Why would you want yeah. a picture <laughs> of it? Why would you want. I don't like, when you look around, they are beautiful. Like, they oh, are yeah. beautiful. Why would you want that on your wall in the living room? I just think that's really strange. Anyway,
0: like, that's fucking weird. It's just a bit of a trend. It's how many people I have them. Yeah.
2: You I know, know I like, the live,
1: laugh, live I suppose.
2: I know, that's not, like, a fine child, is it?
1: Oh, it's hacky. Yeah. Sorry if any of you have got it, but I think... But don't tacky. get a grip. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, and throw it
0: the fuck out yeah. right now, yeah. basically. But yeah, so people did go
1: through phases like that, though, didn't they? I like, I weird suppose. Shit and, like, you know, something that people thought was fashionable back then.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because imagine, like, in, like, 20 years' time, People are gonna look back a uh, pampas grass and be like, What f- are you thinking? Yeah, why yeah. You put grass inside your house? Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, I still don't yeah. get that I mind the fucking price like of it. it. Oh, I don't know no. the price,
1: I'm oh, not
2: just going find it. Yeah, you just go and find it. But do you know those plants? Topic, I know. But what if you had a pampas grass outside your ass? That meant that you were a swinger, yeah.
1: What? swinger, major Swinger. Yeah. That's what. It, <laughs> that's so, why people just plant them outside their houses. And if you have any visuals of pineapples outside your house as well, major Swinger. So sometimes you find they have pineapple door knockers, and am Or like, a, you know, the, what do you call them? Is
2: it like a fascia? That I think,
1: yeah.
2: Like, and they have like a pineapple in the fascia. Mm-hmm. Fucking <laughs> hell, I <laughs> Not really. That's a fun fact. You (laughs) learn that from TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's I don't mind. Yeah, don't don't, know about crying children. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know how we got there, but I did. (laughs) I
0: did read as well. When I was looking up the story, apparently um there was a radio presenter. I can't remember what one in what year. It was like two thousands. Um but he tried Burning one of these pictures, and I think it's all to do with coping. I was gonna say, I was
1: gonna say, is something varnished? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was a flame retardant stuff on it. mm,
0: I still don't think I'd hang one in my house personally. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think the story of the whole car thing, that's something I came across and I was like, ah, gold. But I don't know if it was ever like (laughs) confirmed or, yeah. I think that's maybe just how the story goes,
1: who knows.
0: Still strange though, still a strange phenomenon. Okay, so the one that I was really interested in, which I looked at, was The Hands Resist Him.
1: Have you heard of it? I have, and I've seen the painting, Mm -hmm. and that's fucking weird. What do you mean that? Well, I do
0: have an idea, because I've Mm. read about it, but (laughs) (laughs) give me a second. (laughs) It was painted by Bill Stoneham in 1972. This painting has actually been dubbed the most haunted painting in America. First, a bit of background. So, Bill, the artist, had been hired by a gallery to produce at least two paintings a month when he painted The Hands Resist Him. He based it upon a childhood photograph of himself, um, and the name is after a poem that his wife had written. And a little bit of background about him. He had been adopted and never actually met his biological family. I don't really have to do with the story, but... So, to describe the painting for you, it's a little boy outside of what appears to be a shop window, uh, and behind him, or oh, to the side of him maybe, um, is a large female doll holding a battery with exposed wires. The shop window behind is almost completely dark or black. However, you do see many hands reaching out behind the window towards him
1: and the doll. So it's been oh, a breathing heavy? I'll be breathing with the hand. Did
0: you not hear that? <coughs> I've been hearing heavy breathing the entire time, but I didn't say anything. Yeah. I don't know if it. I just assumed it was one of us, but I just couldn't tell what.
1: Oh, it sounds like. like that.
0: I'm so, I've stopped breathing now, is it me? Mm. I, I feel like I'm doing it up purpose now, though.
1: <laughs> carry on. So I guys. was like, ah, then. It might be. It might be it Might be. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> fucking candle on. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I to be fucking moving up Yeah,
2: there. I know. What? On landing, I was like, landing. It's caught my eye. It was probably just the sh- like a shadow or something, but it just like caught my eye, and I was like, oh, candle on <laughs> Right, can, let me get through this one first. <laughs> right. So,
0: um, yeah, it's pretty eerie to look at, mm-hmm. but not in a conventional eerie sense. Do
1: you want a minute or two to, like, like well, yeah. When I looked at it,
0: I was like, oh, the doll is creepy. Mm. Um, but I didn't notice the hands, and then I was like, oh,
1: fuck. Yeah.
0: Jesus Christ. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, so Bill the artist has since said that the darkness behind represents a dream world, and that the doll is there as a guide into that world. Mm, yeah. However, Bill left those hands as a mystery. <laughs> and here's the quote. You were left with the question, are these disembodied hands, are they dismembered, floating there in space, or are they connected to bodies? Which is like, hmm. Hmm. Okay, Bill, Boom. childhood <clears throat> photo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. Um, so the painting was put on display in the gallery that had hired Stoneham in 1974. Gallery was owned by a man named Fine Feingarden Garten something like that. Um it received a lot of attention from an art critic named Henry Seldis, and it was eventually bought by an actor, John Marley. And you know who John Marley is? Oh, no. So John Marley was in a little film called The Godfather. Mm-hmm. He Ooh. played Jack Waltz the defiant film mogul who awakens to find the severed head, his prized horse, his bed. All right. Yeah. okay. So him. I think he was one of those actors who pops up in those those kind of films, but no one really knew who he was. Um, so this is where the story gets a bit strange, though. By 1984, all three of these men associated with the painting were dead. Marley had actually sold the painting before his death in 1984. The next 26 years, the painting would become a mystery, and it's unclear if anybody even tried to track it down or if anyone... And knew it was sort of missing in mm-hmm. that time. Not missing, but yeah. where it yeah. had gone. Um until the year two thousand. It was found by a Californian couple discarded behind a, brewery, a brewery, behind <laughs> discarded behind a brewery that had turned into an art space. The couple kept it for a short while before it gained huge attention when they listed it on eBay as Haunted Painting. So if you've heard of it, this is where I'm mm. guessing you've probably heard of it mm. from. So the owners made it clear that they were only willing to sell the painting to someone interested in the paranormal. Even it held some sort of curse and gave a long description that tells of the boy leaving the painting occasionally at night. Sometimes, with the image of the female doll holding a gun behind him, forcing the boy out of the painting. Their four-year-old daughter was terrified and claimed to see them fighting regularly in the painting. What the,
2: what the fuck? Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, and included in the listing... I've looked for these photos, and I'm not sure what, uh, which ones are yeah. it. But included in the listing were two photos taken by a motion-triggered camera that they had set up on the painting. And the parents did this in a bid to, originally to show their daughter that there was nothing to be afraid of. But they were quickly proved wrong. No. And the father insisted he had witnessed footage of the boy crawling out painting. Nah, no, fuck no. Nah. No. Nope. <laughs> no. no. So a disclaimer was also included in the listing that absolved the sellers from any liability. The couple also warned users not to use the motion-captured images as computer backgrounds or to show them to children, because it would make them so uncomfortable and make strange things happen. The painting received over 30,000 views, and quickly, users started to claim whilst browsing that they experienced not just a feeling of unease and repulsion, but also terrifying supernatural activity just from merely looking at the painting. So one user reported hearing an exorcist voice, along with a blast of hot air. Another claimed he became ill after viewing the painting and had to cleanse his house stage to rid the bad presence from it. Um, and by this point, the painting had become a hot topic on sites <clears throat> such as Reddit and Creepypasta, mm-hmm. with users describing their experiences after seeing the painting, and most genuinely believe the painting is, in fact, haunted. The painting had an initial bid of $199, and then had over 30 other bids. Eventually, selling for $1,025 to the Possession Gallery in Grand Rapids, Michigan, owned by Kim Smith. And um, so, I got this from an interview that Kim did with the Daily dot, dot com And she said, "I wish I could report a bizarre happening or mind possession type of thing." But the unusual thing started happening with the first email in. Smith said in 2000, praise and quotes from the scriptures from a man of faith came in. Advice on how to cleanse my residence of this evil thing from a Native American shaman in Mississippi. And reports of people being repulsed, made physically ill or suffering from blackouts or mind control experiences after seeing it. So Smith is now... 61 or when she did this last interview um, and has only been asked uh, no so she's only shown the painting 6 times in the time that she's owned it so 22 <clears throat> years <laughs> oh, okay. and she says one of the most memorable occasions was in 2007 when about a dozen men raging um, in age from 14 to 60 came in to see it 20 seconds passed just silence. And Smith said, then someone said, that's really creepy." <laughs> mm. So, yeah, it's been a bit anticlimactic, I think, mm. since <laughs> she's had the painting. But in 2016, a man named Darren Kyle O'Neill published fictionalised story based on the artwork entitled The Hands Resist Him, Be Careful What You Bid For. And in his fictional version, he includes a serial killer whom is known as the life swapper. Um, however, Darren himself seems to have had an odd encounter with the painting, and here's a quote from him: "I first saw it online when I was living in Dubai. I printed it out and left it on a side table next to some other documents printed on the same paper with, uh, printed on the same printer and with the same paper. Anyway, I went to Italy for a month, and when I came back, the air conditioning had gone awry." Everything was green mould, the TV, the bedsheets, my daughter's cot and clothing, all of my suits in the closet, and the documents that it had printed, all green. But right next to them, the only thing that was untouched was the printout painting.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> no.
0: And to this day, Bill 67, still receives a handful of messages each week from people terrified by the haunted eBay painting. An individual who saw the story about the original painting contacted Stoneham in 2004 about commissioning a sequel. Stoneham accepted and painted Resistance at the Threshold uh, and the sequel depicts the same characters 40 years later in the same style as the original. A second sequel commission, Threshold of Revelation, was completed in 2012, can be seen on Stoneham's website. Several years later, a third commission was requested, this time for a prequel. Stoneham created The Hands Inventim, depicting the artist as a boy who is behind the original painting's door, who holds a paintbrush amongst the visual elements. On March 15th 2017, the haunted museum in Las Vegas, Nevada, announced it had acquired the prequel painting. All three commissioned paintings can be seen on Stoneham's website page, The Hands Resisting.
1: In 2020... Uh, 20, uh, In 2020...
0: <laughs> I've been speaking for too long. <laughs> but. In 2021, Stoneham created what he says is the final painting of the series, What Remains. depicts the original painting settings as deteriorated and scattered with the detritus of earlier lives and stories. And that part is from Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And a little quote to sort of finish it from Stoneham. Uh, We live in an age of science and revelation and hard realities and hard facts, but we are still drawn to the mysterious. And what is more mysterious than paintings? More than any other object, paintings are a -a one-of-a-kind thing created by someone using their hands. Sometimes those hands create something that terrifies people for decades. And one last little quote again, which came from the Daily Dot: the photograph. Hill Stoneham's parents took of him when he was five years old wasn't worth a thousand words. It was worth a million nightmares. Oh.
2: Okay, so talking about um, haunted paintings. My (laughs) mine is actually from quite a famous. Uh, painter, which you will probably recognise as Edward Munch. Oh! Yes, the, the scream! <laughs> yes. So, um, a quote from Edward Munch goes, sickness, madness and death were the black angels that watched over my cradle. Yeah, he had a, he had a bad time bless him. Mm. Um Munch has had seen some pretty horrendous things in his lifetime. He had been born into one of the world's most devastating outbreaks of two... Blo- I can never say this word. Tuberculosis. TB. He witnessed death and sickness all around him from a very early age. He was often ill as a child, his mother being his only comfort. Sadly, his mother would then pass away during childbirth when he was only five, right in front of him. He was then left alone with his father, who turned out to be extremely abusive. Um, Well, as... would torture um Edward physically, emotionally, and mentally. Um, instead of reading him calming bedtime stories, he would recite passages from Edgar Allan Poe. This would have been considered the most shocking horror writing of its time. Oh. So yeah, uh, and he would also throw in a few choice passages from like good old Bible, mm. uh, focusing though on those that involved hellfire, damnation, torture, and sin. So, based on the basic knowledge of his childhood, his most famous work titled The Scream isn't surprising at all. No. Really? So, as he grew, uh, this memory of his mother's death uh, really haunted him, obviously, like it would. This traumatising memory was the spark of inspiration for his painting known as The Dead Mother. The image depicts a small child shielding their ears. The child is seen standing in front of their mother on her deathbed. Uh, Munch never clarifies if his painting was merely a snapshot of the tragic scene that he recalls from his childhood. A personification of his own horror or an interpretation that the child in the image was foreseeing her own demise. The child in the painting is often thought to be his younger sister who would sadly pass shortly after. Aww. So it was never really clear... Who yeah. the little kid is like, was it's obviously it? a girl, so it wouldn't be him. But like, it, it could be an expression, though. Yeah.
1: yeah,
2: yeah, Was she covering her ears in fear of what was next? The painting is now on display in a museum in Oslo that was built in his memory. Most people that view the painting regret the d- the action. Uh, visitors to the museum report that the eyes of the child follow them as they move around the room, which isn't uncommon. There are a lot of pictures that do that. Mm. It's still weird. However, less likely to be an illusion, reports also mention that the bed sheets shift over the mother's corpse. Um, The painting is said to invoke overwhelming feelings of loss, thoughts of suicide, even physical tightness in the chest, and sometimes even hearing whispers or murmuring inside your own head. Oh my god. So viewers of the painting often later go home to find themselves haunted by the memories and visions of the scene in the image. The child's pale blue eyes are said to appear to you in your dreams for months and sometimes even years later. So, the thing is, is this just the raw emotion coming through a great artist's work or is this something more than that? Objects or paintings carry emotions rather than actual spirit.
1: Because he painted pain. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Is that carrying that feeling, Mm. and you experience that feeling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And also another little quote from Munch. I paint not what I see, but what I saw. Oh. So
1: that's spooky in itself. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
2: But yeah, it made me think then because. Um, have you seen. Did you see Gogglebox this week? No. Oh, not this week. No. Um, there's a new series of Gogglebox on this week. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, over- <laughs> I love Gogglebox. I love Gogglebox. But Box. Um, they mention um, Mary Beard's Forbidden Art on there. Mm. And um, obviously I watched it because it was. <laughs> it was about. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm definitely including last night.
2: Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. No, it was all. It's all about like um, this guy. I can't remember what she said, but she says right at the beginning, this guy donated a load of um, artifacts to the, national, the mm-hmm. gallery, uh, National Gallery of London. Also, I can't. I really can't remember this crap. But um, they were all literally. She's like, oh, yeah, all these artifacts of um, human like fascination or something. And she was like, yeah, basically a load of soft porn. Oh. So it's like all these things, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like. The one she talks about is like this um, statue of you know, Pan, you know, the god Pan. Oh, right, yeah. Um, it's like him shagging a goat with <laughs> Lovely. So yeah, it's not it's it's really weird. The way yeah, it makes sense when you talk about it in context, but when it's just like in your living room, I don't know how people got away with that. Like, would, like, well, it. Like, but it's actually from Romans. Romans would have had that. Like a really rich family would have that, like in their fucking courtyard or whatever. It's,
1: it's like Pompeii, isn't it. If yeah, you know about Pompeii with his um, they actually put dicks all around the city. No. It's, all, it's all printed in the city. The city of the sex. Okay. Yeah. Like it is very, yeah, but it's, it's awesome, everywhere. all those things. But anyway, she goes on to talk about um,
2: death in paintings. So this goes back to Munch's um, thing of the death scene. So now we think of art, we think of death is in art is quite gruesome and macabre. We've, we, like mm. us as a generation now, see that as quite grim. Mm. Whereas um, back when Munch would have done this painting... What yeah, what like what? Oh, I can't, I don't was...
1: Well, it's like the Victorian age where they would take yeah. the death photos, yeah, and they yeah. would stage them, wouldn't they? They would you know they would prop them up, and yeah. You would yeah. see it sometimes. Well, and... this was a
2: time where most people would die in their own home, yeah, in yeah. front of their family, have open caskets. I know some people still have that, but it's very rare. I I've never been to a funeral with no, no open casket. No. It's all that is to us. Yeah. It? Um and like you said, death masks yeah. and stuff, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, whereas pff, that would never happen nowadays. That's really odd mm. for us.
1: You're a fucking commissioner one for me, I tell her now. You want a death mask? Oh, fucking I want a displayed dinner out. Yeah, she can haunt our asses, I'm think so
2: <laughs> But um the deathbed scene. There are so many artists that have done like a deathbed scene in that mm-hmm. time because it's meant to be like, irrepre- it represents the like sentimentality of that. Yeah. It comes from that. So death is more now, like medicalised. It's very private. Yeah. Only your family sees you.
1: I think as well, death for us now, because people live longer, it's a lot longer to experience death. You think when the when you realise someone in your life first died, you must have been in your 20s. Mm. Whereas back then, people were dying in front of from a, well, child, a child. A child. Yeah. So you experience death from such a young age. Whereas as generations has gone on and we live a longer, we don't experience death as early. Yeah. So when we see death or feel death, we don't compartmentalise yeah. death as we, we as would. We don't understand
0: grief
2: until uh, then. Yeah.
1: Mm. Which is weird, isn't it?
2: Yeah. So, yeah. But um, anyway talking about what this lady is, was talking about in the show, she um, focuses on National Portrait Gallery annual portrait award winner Daphne Todd, who is well known for painting a portrait of a 100-year-old woman naked and recently deceased. Now, there's a oh. the painting, and when you see the painting, it is really, I find it quite spooky. I think mm. it looks really thing, But if you see it,
1: hang
2: on, we'll do an experiment. You haven't read that, have you? Oh, I
1: can't see That's that. That's all right, no. then. My glasses are not that
2: good. <laughs> I'll find you, hang on. I'll show you the picture and then I'll tell you a bit more and then you'll um, right. understand. What, are we meant to see something
0: in this picture that.
2: I'm just going to show you the picture and you tell me where it is. Oh, okay. okay. So that is the lady. Oh. She is in. She is dead in the picture. She's a. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't want you to see oh. that. Well, I didn't,
0: I only looked at the picture. Oh, right,
2: okay. Don't
0: it looks to me like some it's, something's leaving her. Yeah. The way that...
2: It's grim, isn't it? It's yeah, and calm. she's still like dull and... Yeah. Her mouth is, like, open uh, yeah. and it's grim. Yeah. But if I told you that that woman is her mother, artist's mother... Oh, okay. It, that changes it for me, then. Because I see that, then, as, like, her preserving her memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather yeah. than it just being, like, a scary painting. Mm-hmm. So is that what Munch was doing in his painting? Yeah, And it's all just perception so, that makes us feel that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. Isn't it? Be. You might. Well, yeah. is More it truly
2: likely. the raw emotion that Edward put into that painting coming back on to us? Well, yeah. Mm. I just imagine both. Mm. mm. honesty.
1: Mm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. But
2: watch the programmes on BBC. Yeah. It's uh, Mary Beard's Forbidden Art. All oh, right, okay, There's okay. two episodes of I it right now. I was just gonna watch the Google box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll that's get that's some. That's no, but you get the good stuff, like the fun, you know, yeah. shagging goats bit. That's the fun bit. But, like, oh, no, I'll watch that. I'm interested. No, like that. it is really interesting because mm-hmm. then she goes on to talk about like politics and religion as well mm. in art, and it's just fab. Oh, yeah. interesting. Not very spooky, but it is as good as thought provoking. Yeah, because it is talking about like transfers of energy mm. and stuff into things. Yeah. It is quite um, interesting. Cool. Yeah. Have you got another one? I have. I did a wipe on my. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like oh. I'm... Yeah, I'm done. by you <laughs> So my second story, um, also, well, I didn't do this on purpose, but also depicted death, <laughs> not um, so directly. But, um, uh, is the story of Samantha Houston. No, you have covered this one. I read about yeah. it earlier, Yeah. So kind of no idea. okay, so the firstborn child of the Houston family was active and loved to play as all four-year-olds do. No one at the school could know the fate of this little girl that would become a tragic end for the family even had time to check out. Okay, okay. Yeah. Senator Temple Lee Houston, last born son of... Christ, <laughs> Mar- I think it's Marguerite. Leah, Leah Houston and Sam Houston, the first elected president of the Republic of Texas. Um, his wife Laura and their two children checked into the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, Texas.
1: Legislator
2: yeah. yeah, meeting was in session at the hotel from January 11th to April 4th, 1887. January till April? Mm. Well, they are passing a law in the oh, 80s club. You
0: meant just a general <laughs> meeting? I was like, fucking
2: hell! <laughs> no. Yeah, was it was a long-ass meeting. I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, love, I can't come back. i got to meet you. <laughs> Four months later. <laughs> um, Temple E. Houston served as a politician from 1885 to 1889. Many considered him to be one of the most, date's most brilliant trial lawyers for his age. So he was a really highly respected fellow. As the state capitol building was under construction, the 20th Texas Legislature held its 1887 session at the large banquet halls of the Driscoll. So that's why they were in the hotel mm-hmm. and not in a, uh, the capital, the state capitol building. Um, Houston was one of the three more wealthy senators who stayed in the expensive and luxurious guest rooms, perhaps on the mezzanine level of the Driscoll Hotel, where his daughter Samantha often paid. Um One night, Samantha quietly slipped out of the room, probably just outside the door on the mezzanine level, while her mother slept and her father worked late into the night to finalise important legislation. She fell to her death down the grand staircase while quickly chasing a leather ball as it got away from her. She broke her neck and died instantly. She was four years old. So that's the tragedy that actually happened. So according to written reports from the coroner's investigation, temple was immediately taken from his meter nearby in the grand ballroom, only steps away from the place his daughter had fallen and was devastated at the sight of his lifeless child. His friend, Richard Harrison, who was a senator, disarmed Houston after he pulled out a pistol on the crowd. Obviously, Mm. you've seen your kid, like, Mm -hmm. lying on the floor. You'd be like, what the fuck? Who who has pushed my kid? Or who has hurt her? Or, like, obviously, he's lost his shit. Before Samantha's burial, his father contacted an Austin artist named William Henry Huddle to produce a lifelike painting of his deceased daughter. This is where it gets a bit weird. Um... He used her corpse as reference for this painting. So I think that is where the spookiness comes in. Yeah. Because that's where I see it like entering. Did
1: you say it was the 1800s though? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so photography is quite like is in there.
2: Yeah, but he used the corpse as a reference, but he's not like, you know, like you said, like about um, death pictures and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He is depicted as alive. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, standing... I can't remember what the picture looks like, but it's, like, her, like, holding a toy or flowers Flowers or something. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay, I have read the story. Do do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, using Samantha's corpse as a model. Once the rough sketch was finished, Houston returned home and buried Samantha's remains in Mobity, Texas, over 450 miles away. Temple returned to Austin in 1888 and gave a dedication speech for the opening of the new state capitol building, uh, but he never stayed at the Driscoll again. In that famous speech, he paid homage to his daughter, who died while playing on the marble floor at the last legislative building. Uh, this was the only documentation of proof of her passing at the Driscoll, at the Driscoll oh, Hotel. Right, okay. um, the written speech is on file in the Bob Pollock Museum. That's the only like official documentation yeah. of her death, her death. which oh, wow. is really weird. Um, for unknown reasons, Temple never went to pick up this painting of his beloved daughter after it was finished. Hmm. Instead, Colonel Driscoll purchased the painting for $10 and displayed it at the head of the grand staircase in the hotel that she passed away in. Hmm. So that was just asking for. Oh, you're just whether... setting it up. Isn't yeah, it? but I can see what he's doing there because that is like preserving her memory in a respectful way, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. It' weird, but it's still. Well, no, I don't think it's weird. I
0: Yeah, I get it. It's yeah, like something tragic happened. Yes.
2: Yeah. Mm. If he's not going to buy it, then. Yeah. Who is? Yeah. If he never came to pick it up, he'd be. But why didn't he pick it up? That's so weird. Yeah,
1: that's mm.
2: odd. Weird. Um, Temple then died of a cerebral hemorrhage in 1905 at the age of 45. So that's Samantha's father, Temple. Oh, After right. a fist fight with a, a prosecutor during a court case. Uh, Can you imagine trying to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. then I'll fight you. <laughs> <laughs> Some say he died from consuming too much alcohol, and that the fight had nothing to do with his death. He, uh-huh. which is weird. Grief. It's, it's just grief, grief, It just you makes know. you go funny. It just makes you go f- well, not being funny. Seeing your kid at the bottom oh, of yeah, yeah, that, yeah. you for life, wouldn't it? Oh, God, like, come on, you'll never get over it. No. Jill. Yeah, Can you imagine being pulled away from work. You like, oh yeah, something's going on with your kid, and you mm. like, oh, what the fuck? No. What the fuck? Oof. That yeah. would freak me out. I wouldn't uh, no. Yeah. So um Temple then is buried in the Elmwood Cemetery in Woodward, Oklahoma. Some say say that Samantha's remains were removed by her mother from her original wow. burial place and then taken to an unmarked site beside her father. Yeah. Um the mother then joined them in nineteen thirty eight makes sense the family would want to be together. Yeah. So, some say... (laughs) Yeah, they're freaking weird. (sighs) I'm just talking about it, apparently. just brings on things, so I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe
0: you picked up the weird breathing. because I picked that up straight away, and I was like, is
2: it one of us? (laughs) Anyway, sorry, Mm, Weird. Weird. Right, okay. So the new owner of the hotel had heard stories of this painting and knew what it was. So they had it stored away in a housekeeping closet. After the new owner bought the Driscoll in 1903, Samantha's picture was then hung in the hallway again. Fliff on. Fliff? <laughs> the, the fifth floor. Fifth floor. Laura Houston, who is the mother, Samantha's mother, yeah. um, donated separate portraits of Temple, the dad, mm-hmm. and herself to the Driscoll Hotel in 1906. She didn't die until 1930 something, yeah. so she was still alive for all this. Uh, the paintings were painted in 1888, shortly after the tragic death of their daughter. I don't know why you'd want to sit for a painting after that, but my mm. um,
0: oh, I don't know, see, because then my thing would be like if something happens to my daughter, I well, I don't know. You can't even think about what no, it would, you yeah. can't think about her as a parent, can you? But mm. then I don't know. It's, I can imagine a way of like preserving you all together. together.
2: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, because but... then you're with her in the paintings Um. Yeah. isn't it? Um, so the, um, they were hung together, these paintings, side by side, with a plaque between them as a memorial to Samantha. Yeah. This is where it starts getting a bit weird. Um. After the parents' paintings had fallen off for no apparent reason, paintings were literally nailed to the walls. And after Laura, was the mother, the picture was vandalised and slashed, the hotel had all three paintings copied and hung without labelling on them, in fear of vandalism. I don't know why anyone would vandalize them. Ooh, that's odd. But Yeah. But slat, slash a painting like mm. that's aggressive, isn't it? Like, yeah. I'd love to see what the effect of that was. Like, yes. what was actually happening? Mm. So today, no one knows where the actual original paintings are. No one knows where they are. Oh. They've been only the mother's one was like slashed, slash but they took them all down and made copies in case someone came even, back. Even mm-hmm. the one of Samantha. Yeah, all of them are copies now. They hang in the disco. Oh
1: wow.
2: They're all copies. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So for nearly hundred years, for nearly a hundred years, the staff and guests would leave um, candy on a table located under Samantha's picture. Um, each day, the candy would disappear. Um, when guards posted overnight were asked what happened to the candy, they claimed it had vanished in front of their eyes. That just sounds like someone nicking a bit of sweets to me. <laughs> but <laughs> the funny thing about that is that a lot of the same candy, because obviously it was deposited there by strangers, so it was random bits of sweets that they found. Yeah. Um, they were actually found behind the girl's portrait during a renovation. All these sweets, all these different sweets, were Aww. like behind the thing so I don't know whether people started putting sweets behind the painting or oh, what I... but that's like a little girl yeah. is like you know she's still there like so it was speculated that rodents would have carried them there or something but yeah, ugh, I don't know about that That's random. Yeah. yeah how could rats get to the fifth floor of a hotel that's, like, busy. <laughs> well... I have no doubt that they could, through walls and stuff. Yeah. But why would you put them behind one particular Yeah, when painting? the other paintings are right next to them. Like, why would they yeah. just behind the little girls? It's yeah. a
0: bit weird. I don't buy it, like, in the... There's
2: something too specific about that. Yeah. So the stories of Samantha's ghostly hauntings have travelled as far away as London and Paris. Samantha's spirit has said to be the first recorded ghost at the Driscoll. Sightings of a little girl roaming the area playing with a ball oh. have even been seen, and people believe that they can still hear her childish giggles in the hotel um, on the mezzanine floor at night. So that's not even where the painting is. No. That's the where me- she, that's where she died. So that's mad. So any, many people today swear that even the copied painting is haunted. They say that if you stare into the eyes of the little girl in the portrait for a few minutes, you will eventually see her grinning back at you. A bouncing ball can often be seen in the hotel lobby. Door handles uh, beside the painting rattle, and her expression seems to distort um, as guests view the painting. Guests have also uh, reported feeling nauseous or falling feelings around the artwork. Aww. Yeah, wow. and just to credit the person that wrote that is Eve from a dot com. She's a travel blogger. Oh. That's quite and she yeah, interesting. So oh. that one's quite sad. I
0: found that quite sad yeah. to be honest. I always feel torn when it comes to like ghost kids. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. I yeah. always feel really torn because I'm like, I don't want to experience it. Don't get me wrong, mm. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh. Maternal thing in me is yeah. like, yeah, it's like, no I want to be. But like, then I think like it's the okay. most
2: evil demons yeah. like Tends show themselves show. as children mm-hmm. to get that maternal instinct yeah. from you, and I'm like, no.
0: Do you remember <laughs> me saying to you? I think it was in one of the first episodes we did, Steph. That my one thing I hate whenever I watch a ghost hunting. Yeah. The one thing I really freaking hate is when investigators, whatever you want to call them. Like, oh, you know, we'll play with you, da da da, and mm. they lure it. But then, as soon as anything shows themselves or anything happens, they fucking run away. Eyes. And I'm like, mm. that's, that's a, a, a child. That's yeah. Yeah, a child. I hate that. It's just sad, isn't mm. it? That is my real pet peeve on watching yeah. certain things. So if you're a ghost hunter, right, don't abandon that kid. <laughs> yeah. You say you're gonna, Yeah, <laughs> you say you're going to play with that kid, you fucking kick yeah, that ball do. back and forth, right?
2: <laughs> it's sad, though, isn't it? Yeah. I love her. Poor mm. poor yeah. I mean poor dad I I know. I know. oh yeah, that that would have Trauma. oh my God, I cannot imagine the traumatizing fucking sight
1: I think the fact as well, the way you've described that she's fallen and snapped the neck, that would have been horrific to see,
2: oh well yeah, 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 mm-hmm.
1: oh. but that's what that's what I
2: mean as well, like what we said earlier about like. A ghost not knowing that they're a ghost because mm. that would have happened yeah. so fast for her. She wouldn't have so realized. Fast, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. she wouldn't have realized. She would have just got back up and like carried on playing. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, if that is if ball. that is true. Yeah,
1: she would have got up, carried kind on of playing, chasing that ball. Mm. But
0: see, then going back to our discussion earlier, that's intelligent. The sweet thing. Yeah. Mm. That's like intelligent haunting to me. That's not a play of memory. Yeah. yeah. That's intelligent, yeah. Yeah. There's no other word for
1: it, yeah. But that's what I think sometimes, where Brits don't realise that they've passed. Yeah. And they stay, because they have no idea. Like the others. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. Until they find out that they've passed, it's a different thing. Yeah. But if you're a spirit that has passed, and you choose to stay, maybe, then you, I think, you, you choosing to stay may be more of a sinister thing. Because why would you choose to stay?
0: I mm, I mm, I don't know. I'm half and half with that. Because never know, i never think yeah. it gets down to either unfinished business, <laughs> mm. or then yes, I think there's generally the sinister thing? things. Like
1: unfinished business. You know, you're dead at that point, and they're like you've got unfinished business. You can choose to stay if you want. And like, well, what the fuck am I gonna do? Oh, see, I don't know. It's a weird thing because, like, if I died now, hmm? if I
0: were to die right this moment. My little girl. Mm. Like, I'd want to hang around, just make sure she's okay, Mm. maybe. But then, I don't know. Do you know what's going to happen at the other end of wherever you go and Mm. know that you can watch over her from from somewhere else? Yeah. But then, I don't know, I've sort of been convinced around lately that there are these different planes, no heaven and hell as such, but these different planes and you have to work your way up and you come back and come back until... You achieve whatever you're meant to achieve. Mm.
1: I do believe in that.
0: I um, see, yeah, I believe in what that. Says, that. What
1: generation is i it? Reincarnation. Reincarnation. Yeah. I believe in reincarnation. I 100% believe in mm. that. And especially when you see... Say you're related to someone in the family. Um like older wise like great 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 grandfather yeah. they passed and then all of a sudden maybe four or five generations later some child is born that looks exactly like that, that great gra- mm. I think sometimes that can happen yeah the spirits can come back in and they wait for the vessel to be born
2: cuz like you said if you wanted to hang around with your daughter what's the best thing be your kid
1: yeah
2: yeah Isn't it but i um Oh I dunno, it's such a weird
1: one. It is such a weird one, but I do think sometimes like I do believe in nothing that when somebody dies their spirit goes to the next available vessel, which is a child being born. I don't
0: necessarily think it's like that though.
1: Uh, I see I
0: I don't think it's just like reincarnated over there. I think it's more
1: way to maybe being reincarnated. I don't
0: know, it's such a weird one to describe. I think, I don't know, from what I've been seeing lately, but my opinions change Mm. on these things a Mm. lot Mm. as well. So I don't believe in heaven and hell. But then, because I don't believe in heaven and hell, it really confuses me then, because I do believe in demons, these kind of things, but I don't think they're necessarily demons. I think that's just a word for evil, Mm. you know? And I think evil generally stays evil.
1: I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe that there's this... Perfect you know. place you go to, do believe that if you have been a bad soul, you are taken to a place of damnation. In that sense of like Hades, the Hades. So Greek mythology, they didn't believe in heaven and hell as such. Yeah. Had their but there gods. is an underworld. Yeah, and there's an underworld. Mm. Yeah, and there's a ruler of that underworld in the sense that they're a god, but they're not a religious being. So if you have been completely bad. Yeah. you end up getting your your soul is taken by them.
0: Yeah, but then what confuses me then is like I believe in oh, we talked about him a long ago. Um, the woman uh who was like pretty much abused by it was your story. What are they called? Jin. Oh yeah. So I believe in Jin as well because they seem so. From what I've watched and seen. I mean, through the telly, let's face it. I've never <laughs> experienced it, so I can't say for sure. But I do sort of believe in that. And then it comes down to they're so different in a lot of ways, but it's different religious beliefs. So I'm like, well, what? Mm. I don't know. Religion is just...
1: its just <laughs> Yeah, like a, what
0: make... Like, how does that... If religion happen? is nothing, then how do you get these different types of things in different Areas beliefs? of the world. Yeah. Mm. Yeah
2: then, is that not just, like, the interpretation because of that society's view of that thing?
0: Possibly. But, I don't know, from what I've seen, I don't know, it acts... They are They act differently to what you'd see... Say for, Okay, basic example, the Enfield Haunting. Mm. Right, we've all seen that conjuring film, mm-hmm. or I know that's dramatised, but from what I've seen of Gin, they are completely different and they're completely obvious. Mm. And they're...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Mm.
0: Not like it's not like playing around, tippy toeing around these things. They're like, I'm fucking you, and I'm gonna yeah. have you.
2: <laughs> yeah, and why would that only appear in is it what religion is that? Arabic.
0: I don't. I Arabic. don't really know necessarily what particular religion. It, yeah, so Arabic, I would say generally. But oh, I don't know. Yeah. So see, it all blows my mind a bit, and then I go back to aliens, and I'm like, Fuck, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Mm
0: as higher beings anyway, and nothing Yeah, and means we all anything, live on and... this.
2: Yeah, it means nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we. mean. Oh, fuck, this is, like, a deep, fucking conversation. I know. We've <laughs> been <laughs> into this, so I think we should just cap it on this. <laughs> yeah, that's a... We haven't even finished our stories, let alone the no. time. <laughs> yeah, that was a deep, pool to jump in. We should probably, like, have a philosophical, like, Episode. I know, but then it just, like, where do you start and where do you end with
0: something like that? That's what always gets getting it's when at, like, we'll work it out, we we'll just do it and, <laughs> and
1: if we're here for five hours, we're here for five hours cut we'll down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so, because I was meant to cover Welsh and I didn't realise, I'm reading straight off a Wales Online article. <laughs> what a shot. <laughs> <laughs> It's not necessarily a haunted painting, but the article is entitled Here's how to see the devil in the shawl in this famous Welsh painting. Have you seen the painting? No. No.
1: So, oh, I'm, no, I
0: have. I was I gonna have. say, I sent in a long ago, didn't I? Or did mm. I send a close-up? No, I've I haven't seen it. It is really fucking hard to see it's the old one, the yeah. devil in this yeah. painting, I yes. Yeah, hang on. I
1: personally think it's a bit oh, maybe, but I'm not I'm an artist. I don't see it and I've lo- stared at it. i oh. even looked at the one when it says... where well, it shows you what and you're and meant I'm to be like,
0: looking at and i yeah, I, I don't it. really see it, but... So, this is Salem. It was painted in 1908 by the English painter Sidney Curnall Vosper. depicts the scene in Capel Salem in Andra Gwynfrin in <laughs> Jesus, it has become a Welsh icon, and it is noteworthy because of its depiction of Welsh Piety, at a time when the chapel was at the heart of Welsh life and traditional Welsh costume. However, it has gained a certain notoriety, mystique, and even menace because of the belief that the devil is depicted in it. Central character is modelled by Sean Owen, she is shown walking. Oh, she's walking. Walking. <laughs> she is shown walking down the aisle towards her family pew. Sean Owen was a real person. At the time of the painting, she was seventy-one and lived on an isolated farmhouse. She was a widow, having lost her husband George in the eighteen eighties. They had one son, William, and Sean raised both William's sons in a tiny cottage. Grandsons were killed in World War One. John died in 1927 and is buried in Flambe Churchyard near Harlech. Who are the other characters? Nearly all were modelled from life. Beneath the clock is Robert Williams, Eton of Salem. Beside him, according to National Museum, Museums Liverpool, is Laura Williams of Tintubua, Flambe. With his back against the wall is Owen Jones, commonly called Owen Sean. The figure to his right was not modeled from life. small boy is Evan Edward Lloyd. By his side is Mary Rowland. On the extreme right, with his head bowed, is William Jones, brother of Owen Shawn. Vosper reportedly paid them each sixpence, which is two point eight pence, hour sitting. So, what do people think it means? At first glance this appears to be a painting capturing both traditional welsh dress and the pious atmosphere of a welsh chapel but other details have given it another layer of meaning and contributed to its fame the face in the shawl is certainly the most famous of these hidden details however the clock would also suggests a deeper meaning the time, a few minutes before ten, indicates Shan arrived during the customary silence just before the morning service begins. Her bright shawl in contrast to the sombre dress of the other people present, so it has been suggested the paint is comment on the sin of vanity. Did she arrive late on purpose to ensure the maximum audience for her entrance? Mm. She doesn't to be fashionably late, <laughs> let's fix it. The presence of the devil in the folds of the shawl might be another element to this interpretation. Sidney Colonel Vosper was born on 29th October in 1866 Stonehouse, Devon. He was married to Constance James of Merthyr hence the Welsh themes in many of his paintings. Salem was bought by Lord Leather Hume in 1909 <laughs> for 100 guineas, or £105 after it was exhibited at the Royal Academy in London. It first became popular when it was used to market Leather Brothers, unlike soap. People could collect vouchers from the packets and send them in to claim a colour print of the word. As it became more well-known, so did the different interpretations and the notion of a hidden figure. And that is it. But can you see the devil in nah.
2: that? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying kind to of look up, you what the fuck is going by the horns? I don't see, that Again, I see the... Again, see a sort
0: of sideways face, I, I, I just it. think it's very far-fetched, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And he's bald. <laughs> yeah. And this is coming from the artist out of the three of us, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you can see what you like in a painting like that, but...
1: Oh, I don't...
0: Personally, I don't see yeah. it. Yeah. Like, even with the... F- they sort of outlined in the
2: picture that I'm looking at I just... It doesn't make much sense, I don't really... No I see what it, they're pointing at, I see what it is Yeah, yeah. Mm. I could just be any fellow with a beard Yeah
0: no yeah I can do To me, it looks a bit like the, you know, the um Chinese... uh Oni masks, is it? Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm. That's what it looks like to yeah.
0: me, in all honesty yeah. A sideways version of it mm.
1: But Yeah, I don't I I see it, I don't believe
2: it. Yeah, I don't think that's the intention. I don't either. think it was intentional. No. It's, uh, the clock probably means something and the window probably means something. Because usually when something is in the top right hand corner or the top left hand corner and that like um like indicates the theme of the thing. Yeah. So I totally believe that she's a freaking dramatic bitch. And Sean is just like, yeah, look at my coat. She's got a new shawl and she's like, yeah, that's my uh, shawl. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Look at me. Yeah, so I can totally understand that theory, because the time would be like the yeah thing. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I can really see what they're talking about today. Oh,
0: so, that's the only Welsh story I could find. Uh, feel free, if there's any <laughs> Welsh people with haunted paintings. Yeah, please. Please yeah. No. let us know. Yeah. The other one that I did, well, I have done. I'm reading all <laughs> again. I'm reading straight off Wikipedia because this is one I I don't know if you have all heard of this a lot. I've heard of it a lot. I've seen the video. Yeah. Um, I've heard it on podcasts. You know, YouTube, all that. Is the Anguished Man? Mm-hmm. So the Anguished Man is a painting created by an unknown artist, Ooh. owned by Sean Robinson. According to Robinson, who claims to have inherited the painting from his grandmother, the artist who created the painting allegedly mixed his own blood to the paint Ooh. and died by suicide soon after finishing the work. The painting has been characterised as being supposedly haunted, and Robinson has uploaded video recordings of the painting to his YouTube channel. Okay. Have you seen said paintings? No. no. It's just painting falling over. Oh, um, right. but, I can, yeah, mm. I, I don't disbelieve it, I'm not discouraging yeah. it that's why I haven't done, I didn't really look into it too much because I've heard it a lot yeah. mm. I didn't really want to spend a lot of time on it because you can find so much out there about mm. it mm. But yeah, um, I'll show you a video yeah. I'm done, cool. but yeah it's, um, as far as I'm aware, it doesn't say on this, but as far as I'm aware he's had a lot of offers to, to buy the painting but he keeps it locked away now Ooh. because it's that active,
2: Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Ah. So that's you my little thing about the anguish map. Oh. Mm. That always makes me think, though, you know, like when people have like um, ashes and stuff, like these tattoos? Mm. Yeah. I always like, like, oh, more of, like, they're yeah. attached to that and they can't leave because. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Yeah. But they get, they like, Pressed into diamonds and shit. Yeah. I'm like, I like, don't you know
0: if I like that. I don't know if I like
2: that, yeah. Mind you, if it's the ashes, and that person's already been burnt. But then, I so if we're know. going by, like, anyone, I know, I thought they told the Supernatural loads today. <laughs> I know, you really are. I know, I know why. I <laughs> you were such a Supernatural
0: fan. I love enough, Supernatural. I love Supernatural, but i finally, enough, I'm watching the last two series because they're finally on Prime now, aren't they? But.
2: Yeah, so I, I, I did see it, like, I'd watch them, and I was like, "Whoa, I am so far behind. I know none of these people." So I was like, "I need like, to watch them all seasons." Me, yeah. And, like, but um, where they say that you have to burn the remains or whatever. So once yeah. it's ashes, then technically it's gone. According to, you know yeah. yeah. diamond. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but um,
1: yeah. I just yeah. I think that's a bit. I'd love to be a diamond when I die.
0: Of course you would. Of you are a bling a bling kind of girl. I'm just saying.
2: I not a It is a nice thought, does it? That like you'd be like passed down generations. Yeah. fuck that. Like,
0: no, oh, like you said you want to keep an eye on your family. <laughs> I'm a typical Aquarius. No, leave me alone. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just let me alone.
1: go, alright? Like, here's my man. Here's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> my man. And my dad.
2: That would be awesome no. to be like a pair of earrings. Yeah. Like, Yes, parents. <laughs> no thanks. <offense. laughs> just let me go.
0: I'm fine. Just Yeah. I'll go into the abyss. I'm happy Yeah, I just want to be left alone. I <laughs> say
1: <laughs> so. now it's time for Spooky Day. Day.
0: Oh. And we finally got Lawrence. I know. So, finally. Oh. <laughs> finally. <laughs>
1: um so I will kick us off then. Oh,
0: yeah, and speaking of, we skipped this last time because we had yeah. guests in We had it.
1: aliens to talk about. That was, yeah. like, more than enough. Well, Ufos. Yeah. Okay. UFAs. Okay. UFAs. <laughs> UAPs. UAPs. Mm, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, my story comes from at Reddit, as always, and, and it's posted by photoguy1171648. And it's called, Be Careful Who You Talk To. Brian sat there in the darkness with his hands on the wooden planchet, He laid motionless with the glass hovering over the word hello on the Ouija board. A single candle placed to the side of the board, its flame flickering and dancing in the breezeless darkness of the room. A few moments ago, he placed the board on the bedroom floor the candle again and positioned the picture of his recently deceased father under the bottom of the corner of the board. Alone, he placed the planchet on the middle of the board and asked, Dad, are you here with me? felt like several minutes. The planchette swiftly glided, the black greeting word. Shocked, his heart feeling like a jump to his throat, he continued to communicate with the spirit board. Dad, is that really you? Ryan asked. Tears welling up his eyes, and the planchette glided under Ryan's hand to the word yes, on its own. Ryan barely applying any pressure to communicate with the tool. Ryan continued, have you always been here with us, with mum and I? Pause. The tool didn't move. And Ryan sat there with his legs crossed, waiting for the tool to move. But perhaps the answer was yes, and his dad didn't need to move the planchette. That's what he thought until he started moving to the word no, where his heart then felt like it was in his throat. Now he felt like it dropped into his stomach. What did it mean by dad answering no? Ryan asked with some hesitation, Where have you been? And without pause, the planchette began to glide to the letters of the alphabet spelling on the board H E L L. Ryan was scared at this point, yet he knew he wanted more, he he needed to know more. He didn't know what to ask after the previous answer that he'd just got, but something came to his mind and he asked, Are you really my dad? A pause, heart beating faster and faster. Finally the tool slowly moved, the glass hovering over the word, No. This had to stop and knew he wasn't talking to his dad anymore, so he responded, I'm ending this by... Ryan tried to push the tool to the farewell message, but the planchette was glued to the word no. A phantom breeze flew through the room, extinguishing the candle. Ryan now sat in complete darkness with the smell of the case that filled the room, and a pair of red eyes now hovering in front of him. Ryan's mum came into a lit room to find the board all alone on the floor, Ryan nowhere to be seen. She knelt above the board and picked up what looked like to be a picture of her husband. Now Ryan was in the image, blurred next to him. She looked at the spirit board, and the planchet was placed on the board in the middle, and glided by itself to the word "hello." Yeah. I don't know. This is why we don't do
2: Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like mine's not going to be half as squeaky. I scrolled Reddit so long. <laughs> Mine is called "My Family," and it's hosted by Pansyk A-A-N-S-Y-K. I died 8 years ago. It wasn't particularly tragic or unusual, just a car accident. I don't blame the man who hit me. He was speeding because his wife was in labour there was black ice on the road. He lost control of the car and I lost my life. It's not his fault. I know that. I'm not cruel and I am not vengeful. If anything, I'm the opposite. See, I don't have any family left and I had lost my few friends around that time. When it was time for my funeral, the only people who came was my boss and the family that killed me. The wife held her newborn daughter close to her chest. I hated my boss and the cemetery was awfully lonely, so I followed the family home. Lily may as well have been my own flesh and blood. She was sweet, bright, oh so very small. She had trouble sleeping. She had trouble sleeping if someone wasn't knocking her crib and her parents were so tired. After they put her to bed, it was easy for me to rock her crib for her. I didn't get tired, I could have it. As the years passed, Jack and Laurie realised that they weren't alone in the house. It didn't take long from there to make a connection between my funeral and one I had showed her. I'd never been malevolent, so they weren't afraid or angry. They started to burn candles on the anniversary of my death day. They left an empty chair for meals and holidays. I really felt like a member of the family. Someone was trying to force the door. It's Laurie's ex. He's obsessive. He's angry. Going to hurt the family. My family. The thing about ghosts is that the more offerings you get, the stronger you become. I've been enjoying the candles and trinkets, and even occasional food items from the past five years. I was strong from that. The knife feels warm in my hand. the shock of heat into the ice of my skin. Laurie, Jack, and Lily are my family. I care about them, and they are not going to join me yet.
2: <laughs> interesting <laughs> Cause, no, considering about the chats we've been having this evening and if like I was <laughs> yeah yeah, oh, okay mm. yeah, for spookiness I'd have to go with steps yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no credit because that really Match the theme of the library. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Mine was more
0: nice, I think. Yeah, it was Yeah. It
2: was but I nice. just struggled. All the creepy ones I
0: found were, like, in the last minute or, like, last few yeah. sentences. They get a bit, like, oh, boring. Yeah, oh. that's the
2: issue, is yeah.
1: I know, there was one I was going to read earlier, and it was about this girl. Um, has a phone call every night from her friend, and, like, two o'clock in the morning, and phones phoned her, um, and then she's like, the only thing, she said. Oh, Yeah. yeah. I was like oh, hell. oh no, I like the ones like that, I like the ones that are like
2: um like two sentences or something as well. Yeah. I really mm. like those ones, yeah, those. <laughs> cool. yeah.
1: so that kind of wraps up everything for this episode, yeah, mm. no, more episode. hope you all enjoy it. I think
0: this is going to be a long ass one for me to edit yeah we went and really dived
2: <laughs> into yeah, this did. one <laughs> we
0: really dived into religion <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> talking about paintings and it's been more well yeah. I don't know it's not surprising I suppose because most paintings are well not most paintings are old but a lot of the lot of iconic ones stuff, I suppose are old and mm. religion quits in yeah.
1: mm. so next time are we going to say what we're covering we can, yeah. yeah. We'll be covering hotels, hotels, haunted hotels, yeah. or whatever. Something around hotels. So cool, mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, so joining and
0: we'll probably be talking about the presentation we're going to next Saturday. Yeah. So expect yes. an update. Oh, a little bonus section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll have to,
2: yeah, well, yeah, you have to do it and fill me in on everything. Yeah, okay. do it like that. Sure, you don't want to come sure <laughs> I'm sure no problem enough <laughs>
1: uh, well you we don't have you stay spooky
2: stay spooky bye bye bye,
1: bye.